Okay, let's see what's news today. Uh, the morning paper blues, huh? Oh, bad, bad, worse. Wait. Uh-oh. No, good news. The General Assembly in Richmond is working on a law to help Dominion Energy customers. If it passes, it's going to lower the cost of electricity. Uh, let me see. Right here. Wow, you're right. It saves Dominion Energy customers at least $350 million. Is it law? Mm, not yet, but I sure hope it passes. Great. Now pass me the comics. Legislation being considered by the Virginia General Assembly strengthens regulatory oversight and saves customers at least $350 million. That means a savings of about 6 to $7 a month for the average residential user, according to the State Corporation Commission, the agency that regulates utilities in Virginia. It's common sense rate relief that helps us continue doing what we do best, meeting the needs of our customers. To take action, visit dominionenergy.com forward slash rate relief. Paid for by Dominion Energy. Screeners, how you doing? It's myself, the one AJ, Anthony Jordan. And double V over here, the Viceroy of Various Similitude, me too, Nico Lero. Shout out to all of my Nicoholics. How we doing? We're good, we're good, guys. So we, we have warned that it's it's live from now. And we kind of gave it a bit of a countdown, so you don't see this kind of awkward. Oh, it's on, yeah. So you'll, you'll yeah. see a countdown. It may be 20 seconds, it may be 10 seconds. Also, I didn't do it, but next time it gives us a chance to share on our socials that we're live. But hey, it is what it is. So that's the one. Um, we are live on Tuesday, the 28th of September in the UK. We are getting awaiting the premiere of Durdum, Durdum, Make it sound like Jaws. Oh, that's the beginning, then it's Durdum, Durdum, So exciting. Indeed, indeed it is. So, yeah, well, we must all appreciate the the UK's favourite export, and the one and only James Bond. So that's, that's out there. I um, thought Pedro is the UK's favourite export. Well, it was more internationally known, but yeah, we, we do. <laughs> True. <a page. laughs> On the SSD front, yes, ministry fans will know exactly what we're talking about. Everyone else is like, page what page? Trust me. Anyway, <laughs> just trust really? me. Really? You know what? Let's, let's, let's bring it in. Let's bring it in as a film <laughs> side. Fighting with my family. So, you know. Like, yeah, it really in, enjoyed that. So, yeah, you know, we, we keep it there. But yes, like Mr. Craig's final bond. And in celebration of that, we are doing the top 10. No, we're not. Nothing to do with it. We are honoring the, um, yeah, we just came about a, a, a Silver Screen Dudes topic, which was top 10 silver killers. How did it come about? We were eating cereal. We fought the killers. Came up with cereal. No, Jack. Oh, dear. Fuck shit. me. Put the dad joke down, mate. You'll break it. It's an antique, that one. I know, I know, I know. Tell me about it. But um, yeah, it just came about because that's what we did. We, we find topics. And we, and guys, why did we come up with it? Because you, the screeners, have... Look at that. I've even got my pen. All educated today. You, the screeners, haven't submitted any fan selections. So then we will come in our own. So until you do, this is what we'll keep doing. Mm-mm. Well... I mean, I did mention a while ago. There are some in the pipeline. There are some, yeah, yeah, but Andy's a different category. That, that's that's like, then it's, not that people come up with the dumb now. ones, but someone who calls us up on our shit weekly, 
it requires us to have a bit more depth. <laughs> like, we're trying to be foolproof. <laughs> that is, and me, are... as what he's asked is a topic that you and me don't really like. Yeah. Makes it that much easier. Yeah, of course. Of course. So it is what it is. But yes, we're here. So how are you doing, my good friend? Uh got my seventh platinum trophy now. Yes, yes, yes. I was meant to put congratulations, but when I saw it, I was in the middle of something else. Completely forgot. Um, hey, no way. Mixed memorabilia just actually commented on our Twitter. You are live now, tuned in on YouTube. Hey, hey, shout yeah. out to Mixed Memorabilia. That's going to be Welcome. weird when I'm answering them when they're listening back to the podcast and when I'm actually answering them live here. That's all sorts of a meta time trap circle. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Hey, no, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Right. And if so, that is Mixed Memorabilia watching, please do comment below with what your top 10 favorite serial killer movies are, and we will read them out at the end of the show. Indeed, indeed. Um, indeed, we will. I think we're going to do it post-Rushmore. I'm really trying to do... I was thinking about it today. I'm trying to bring back the, the core of... The Silver Screen Dudes. Yeah, the core. Where we were like, we were going to do this, and we were like, it's our podcast. But this is our top four. Now we're like, like I, I, I still get it, but I want to know how how in tune we are with the rest of the world, kind of thing. So we we get it right sometimes. The more I see things on Twitter, the more I realize that we are still very much students of film and by no means masters. But I like that. That's that mm. that expands the edutainment. You know, like. That's what it's about. We're not, we, we aren't the masters of entertainment. We aren't like, oh, listen to what we say and nothing else is to be there. We want to learn too. We're film <laughs> fans too. Like, screw it. This is what it's all about. And as I said, Mixed Memorabilia, who we've been having a discussion with on Twitter for the last few weeks, please do follow them at Mixed Memorabilia. They know their stuff. I've heard this. I've heard this. They know their stuff. <laughs> they really know their stuff. And they'll, they, what they do that I like is they come up with. Choices that are absolutely valid, but yet you don't think of. You know, you put a question like this up. Top. Okay, let's not do this the week because we're going to ruin what's on our list. But what was it last week? Oh, Real Gangsters, you know? Top 10 movie portrayals of Real Gangsters. Everyone pulled for Goodfellas. Everyone pulled for Henry Hill. You know? Mixed memorabilia is the sort of person who would go, what about Lefty Ruggiero from Donny Brasco? It's like, yes. Nice, nice, yes. nice, 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 nice. That's what it's all about. What's all about those? Oh, how did I forget those? Oh, you, you oh, oh, who's that? I've never heard of that. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. But can I tell you this one thing I really do adore about our Twitch community? Adore it. And I say this to Anya all the time. The Twitter sphere is a very toxic place for most part. Really toxic. Mm -hmm. By pure chance... The small community that we have on Twitter is healthy. And I don't mean healthy in terms of the fact that we've got numbers. That's the numbers are what they are. I mean healthy in terms of the people that we've kind of brought into our little sinosphere. People like, you know, Mixed Memorabilia and Gavin Mann have never met each other. These are not people who, other than through the movie Mount Rushmore, would be interacting, to my knowledge. And boom! Next, you know, Andy Hart jumps in sometimes. Then you've got a Chris Trengrove. Then you've got a Dean 8 bit. You know, all of these people. Ballpark Frank who comes in now and then. Mo Morgan Page. All of these people who, who, you know, wouldn't know each other and who are brought together by this common love of film. And whenever there's a disagreement, which there is often, 
instead of name calling and instead of getting butthurt about, oh, my choice is better than yours or your choice isn't as good as mine. There's a genuine healthy discussion going on about, oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I'll check that one out. Thanks for the recommendation. It's that sort of vibe. It's lovely. I like that. I like that. Proof that Twitter can be a positive place. <laughs> it really can. Like pure luck. But yeah, I, I love our Twitter community. Love them. And I'm not saying that for clout. I mean that legitimately. You know, I'm, I don't feel apprehension going on Twitter and seeing a sort of <laughs> some of the scenes like you've been seeing at petrol stations recently in the <laughs> UK with people having a go at each other. No, it's people literally in a completely non-patronizing and, you know, edutainment way, sharing movie recommendations with each other. Wonderful thing. Love it. Love it. Love it. Now, that's good about the Twitterverse, and I love that. The Tweeple, as I sometimes call them. Now, we're here on the platform as YouTube, Facebook, and all podcast platforms nico would you like to tell everyone who's listening for the first time hopefully there's well hopefully there are many of you but hopefully we have many returning guests at the same time would you like to tell them what the movie mount rushmore is all about yes sir it's basically a top 10 show between two best friends from school you can find the movie mount rushmore podcast anywhere on ios and android where on all the uh podcast platforms if we could bring them up now we, you can find the movie mount rushmore podcast on spotify itunes apple podcast Castbox, deezer spreaker iHeartRadio, Podchaser, tune in stitcher and geo seven we're everywhere listen to now on every single continent other than antarctica coming soon who knows now we've got them all but yeah every continent we're listening to now which is cool as fuck and if you don't want to listen listen to us and you want to watch us right here on youtube as silver screen dudes on youtube every single week is usually on a tuesday or a wednesday varies week by week but it's around the 9 9 30 p.m time best way to do that is just hit the subscribe button make sure you click the notification bell that way you get notified whenever we come online live but enough of that how does the movie Matt Rashmore actually work? AJ and I each get assigned a topic, we go our separate ways, and we come right back here into recording and deliver to you, the Silver Screen Dudes, our individual top tens. This week, AJ will go first delivering his bottom three. I will then deliver my bottom three. AJ will deliver his next two. I will deliver my next two. And then we will trade one apiece. If at any time one person has a movie in a higher position when we are running off our lists, that person will say... Punt. And we will punt and talk about that movie when we get to the high position. Once we have both rounded off our individual top tens, we will create the movie Mount Rushmore. These are the four quintessential diverse must-see movies of the genre, which this week is... Top ten movies about serial killers. Right. Pleasant um, kind of topic. Right, but we move on. In at number ten for me, I don't know if you've seen this film, and honestly, it's been forever since I've seen it, but it is one of my favourites. And like when I used to watch it, it's Kathleen Turner in Serial Mum. The fuck? You've never heard of it? It's one of those films that you actually shouldn't like. It's it's a comedy. It is. It, it's, it's like a horror. I it from the poster. Yeah. So imagine Kathleen Turner as your ultimate um, 
Stepford wife. She has like 2.4 children, happily married. She's got the perfect children. Everything's to be going fine. Um, her mm-hmm. son is played by Matthew Lillard, who some would know from She's All That. Others will know him as Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. And another film that may be on the list, so I will keep quiet. <laughs> um, but he's in there. And her daughter is played by Ricky Lake. Yes, Ricky Lake of TV interview fame, yeah. Uh, Ricky Lake was also an actress, and this was one of the films that she was in. Um, I don't know if Ricky still acts. I think she done Hairspray, actually, but I've not seen many Ricky Lake films. Ricky, no. Ricky. Jerry, no, she wasn't Jerry. in You've not seen many films? No, I haven't yeah, seen many of course. Ricky Lake films. Listen, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, it was, oh, go Ricky. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, Ricky was a chat show host. And so everything's like really perfect, as you would, as I said, bit of a Stepford wife, until she goes to a parents' teacher meeting and the teacher has a go about her son that makes him seem like not so perfect. She, um, oh, we she... were just talking about this off air. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So she, she's there and she's, she's, she's had to take it and her blood's been boiling. But she's called down and she's gone to the car park, got her car, and she sees the teacher. She kind of waves to him and I, if I remember rightly, he waves back and then kind of gives it a kind of sigh. At which point the blood boils again and I believe she reverses and just kills the dude. And oh, with that, <laughs> she, she kills the teacher and from that becomes this fascination with killing and she's now discovered that she could do it and she's got this, yeah, I wouldn't call it a bloodlust directly, but she she's now on the path. So anyone who kind of goes against the grain with her now um, ends up, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gone, Fuck. if you would. <laughs> bro it was weird it was one of these films that were really weird and like the police then start to catch on and she has to cover her tracks then she goes to court and it's like does she get can she get away with it, it it's all kinds of wrong but it was a comedy that i remember early 90s it was quite of fun. all the great serial killer movies i'm really pri- surprised you brought this in bro because how often will i be able to bring up serial mum like it, 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 it will never have a chance again movies about mums movies about Weird superpowers, movies about how how does that become a superpower? Getting away with murder is quite a big superpower. <laughs> <laughs> Tactical one. I mean, about, listen, I'm not trying to say nothing, but then listen, I'll you're gonna it. tell me that what a hollow man had wasn't a superpower. So I'm just gonna f- I'm just gonna f- be incriminating <laughs> myself here. Is, that, is OJ Simpson a superhero? Super villain. Does he have superpowers? Do super villains have superpowers? Something. Back again. There you go. I'm just. I'm just. Hey, you. You were the one who said it falls under the superpower category. I'm just. You were the one who brought in superhero. I didn't say superhero. I said superpower. Okay. I, I, okay. Therefore, does OJ Simpson have a superpower? He had super money to afford a super yes. lawyer. But I thought <laughs> for that. Well, super wealth. Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes Batman everyone's favorite superhero. Two There you go. Okay. Right. That went down a weird road anyway. Yeah. Okay, so that was my number 10. No, it's fun. And, and I, yes. <laughs> She's a serial killer. It's, it's there. Right. In at number nine, I have a feeling we may say punt. I'm talking natural born killers. Punt. Okay. Good prediction on my end. And then in at number eight, probably another punt, or in the same kind of region, I'm talking Johnny Depp, Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. 
nah, that's all you. But what's interesting is Johnny is now going to be mentioned on this podcast three times. Interesting. interesting. Very interesting. Um, he's Johnny, man. He's Johnny Depp. <laughs> it's really funny because my... kind of cancelled at the moment, but okay. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but as you, you write, again, one of these things where admiring the film, not the person, but funny enough, I'm going to admire the person a bit. But as you said previously, the more the story unravels, the more it's like, are we going to try Looks and like press? Yeah, are we pressing control, alt, delete on cancel? Just wondering. And I have a Mac and I'm still using control, alt, delete. But um, where I'm going is with this. Um, my brother's other half has actually, believe it or not, Huge Johnny Depp fan. She's never actually seen Pirates of the Caribbean, which I was fully shocked at. And that's that, mad. Yeah, yeah. It was just one of those things that she just hadn't actually got around to seeing, and she's always caught it halfway and didn't find it interesting. And I actually said to her, "Look, which I'm in one? the process." Come again? Which Any the first one? Any. No, bro, bro. Like literally, I was like, "You can't do it." There's no way. And I'm like, "You know what? I'm trying to see some film for my podcast, but..." I will sacrifice my two hours of film time for one thing only, you to watch Pirates of the Caribbean. And she's halfway and was loving it. So, um, yeah, that, that was all kinds of cool. But one thing that she did highlight was how much of a chameleon Johnny Depp actually is when it comes to acting. For sure. Yeah, he, he is one of those people. And that's here's one of those times that it's fully proven. And I'm sure in the other times that he comes up, it will also be proven that he, he just embodies the characters and one of the things that always hit me with Sweeney Todd is I actually didn't know it was a musical when I first like I kept hearing about this film had no clue whatsoever yeah. and watched it and it was a musical and I was actually quite impressed by it in a way that it was like it wouldn't normally be my jam but it somehow worked people give musicals such an unfair rap man <sighs> they're great <sighs> Do you know what it is? I, I prefer like a bit of a story then give me a bit of a sing-along as opposed to every conversation we're going to have has to be said in song. That's where I kind of get a bit cheesed with the music. So you're more Lion King in La La Land than you are Sweeney Todd in Oklahoma. I am. I'm more Grease than I am, I don't know, another film. Like maybe more Grease than Mamma Mia, if you would. Like, Oh, you behave. I you am. Mamma Mia is great. I didn't. I didn't say. Listen, I've just put Sweeney Todd on the list. I didn't say I hate. I, I didn't say I hate the film. Just my a preference is a preference. You can't. Mm. You can't take it away. Um, but yeah, no. So you know, we are talking about the the man who's come out of prison and is um, trying to regain um, his his barbershop. <laughs> all things is just a barbershop. One way of looking at it. <laughs> It was, and then it's like just trying to outdo those revenge on those who have done him wrong, and more yeah. like it. <laughs> well, of course, well, I mean, it, it, this, this is both sides, isn't it? And it's just a matter of, um, yeah, short back and sides in the throat, <laughs> it's just literally, yeah, and then feeding the bodies to yeah. people, yeah. And how do you get rid of the bodies? Like, if you thought Bricktop had it measured down with put them in pies, yeah, just put them in pies and sell them on. Really weird story, but yeah, I was I was quite fascinated by the story when I actually did finally get around to watching this film. Reminisce to talk about this movie without mentioning the late great Alan Rickman, of course. Yes, of course, of course. He he do you know what his voice carried really well 
in that in yeah. terms of a singer, which I'd never seen as well. I'd never seen that from Alan Rickman, and I was really, really impressed. And you know what? Sasha Baron Cohen for actually having me look like, is that Sasha? Like, yeah. <laughs> Everyone really pulled out a side of them that I'm not familiar with before in this film. And that's why I, I saw that um, that movie you recommended, by the way, with Sasha, Trial of the Chicago 7. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Top. Felt a bit like a TV movie. Yeah, but it, it has that, that feeling. Time. It, it, it has that feeling, but it, you can't take away what he delivered, you know? Like, mate. Class. <laughs> Top stuff, top stuff. When you first said it, I was like trying to see, read you. Down. No, 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 it was great. Really, really that. enjoyed it. Bro, to get me on board in the future, if Aaron Sorkin has written something, just tell me that when I'm in. Like... Fair play. Fair play. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my bottom three. Over to you, sir. Let's bring Johnny Depp back in, shall we? Uh, my number 10, um, starring him and Heather Graham, and again, the late great. But in this case, it's the late great Ian Holm. From hell. Can't say I've seen it. Huh? Not seen it. I don't even, I don't even I've heard of it before. Man. It's about Jack the Ripper. <laughs> in 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 the simplest sense, it's a really, really dark gothic tale about the inspector Abeline trying to catch Jack the Ripper. Cool. It's story if you know the jack the ripper story it doesn't reinvent the wheel it gives you exactly what you want it gives you a horrible victorian white chapel uh white chapel being an area of london in case that went a bit too deep um and it's about a man who decides to mutilate working girls prostitutes and and the mutilations progressively get more and more and more and more horrible and there's always been this, un you know there's always been theories about who jack the ripper was um i believe they actually found out who he is now but i need to look into that just because of the wonder yeah yeah One of the of DNA. Heard, i'm not sure how confirmed it is i think it's confirmed but anyway the, the classic story is that the doctor who is acting as the um the aide in the case you know to kind of break down how the murders took place turns out well the story the the mythology is that it's him and this is the direction that that the movie takes but yeah it, it's listen it's my number 10 because it's not one of johnny's most you know jump out roles but i can't really think of a better jack the ripper movie i might be drawing a blank but i can't think of a better one and this I you know do you know what was interesting as you said i think there is, i don't know how they came about with it but i think there is a batman there is trying to hunt down jack the ripper the gas light something or something but yeah i'm not saying this but i haven't even seen it so i can't talk about it but that's just another it exists you're spot on yeah, so interesting. Have you yeah. seen it? What the Batman? Yeah. No, no, no. I just know of its existence. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. right. Number nine. Number nine's a sticky one because I. Let me bring it up first. It's uh, 1973's Badlands, directed by Terrence Malick, and starring uh, Michael Sheen and um, Sissy Spacek. Now. Uh, JT over at We Love Movies said this perfectly. You either love Malik or you don't. There's not really an in-between. Because I finished watching this and I was like, I get the impact it's had on film and I get the influence that it has made and I get... That's about all I get, actually. I can't get another thing. And I fall very much into that I don't get it with Terrence Malik. Like the movie's fine, 
There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I, it's just like the thin red line when people are like the thin red line is better than saving private Ryan or the thin red line is the best war movie ever. I'm like, how? Or people are saying tree of life and people talk about badlands. It's, I've just never fucking got the hype about Terrence Malick. I find him really patronizing as a director purposefully outhouse without being genuinely outhouse if that makes sense and just you look at a malik piece and i feel like every you could knock 10 15 minutes off of all of them and it's not from character interactions it's just from these wide lumbering nature shots he does and that's coming from a guy who films nature for a living right yeah but it's like Private Ryan was the worst, but he did it a bit in this too, where it's like, we're going to show every single lizard in the desert. We're going to show every single fucking variation of a sunset we can. And it's like, dude, move it on. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Your 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 obsession with nature is second only to Nolan's obsession with time. Like, I get it. It's deep for you. And I get that in all of your movies, you're trying to show that while this horror or while this story is going on, there's a big wide world going on around. And no matter where we are in life, we need to remember the world that we inhabit. Yeah, I get that that's important to you, but Jesus Christ, stop bashing me on the head with it. For you, AJ, who I'm guessing hasn't seen the movie. No. So listen, it's again, to quote JT here, he put it really well. It's kind of an atypical Americana horror story, much like Blue Velvet, you would consider a horror story. Do you know when you said about the wider world, uh, what have you, Blue Velvet came into my mind? It's got that kind of vibe to it. Um, It's closer to true romance than it is to Blue Velvet, to the degree where it's even got the that xylophone that true romance has at the beginning. Yeah, it got all that shit from this. Like, this movie seriously influenced True Romance, which is, for me, the far superior movie. But I don't know. I might be talking sacrilege. Burn the witch. Don't know. Um, it's a story about... A, he, he's, he's a nobody. Michael Sheen plays an... Uh, sorry, not Michael Sheen. Martin, Martin. Sheen. I was gonna... Martin Sheen. Plays an absolute fucking nobody. He's a dustman, right? I'm not shitting on any dustman out there. I'm just saying the way that he's portrayed in this movie. He's He's a nobody, right? But he's got this James Dean good look kind of rebel without a cause quality about him. And wouldn't you know it, he happens to woo his way into the heart of young Sissy Spacek, who, according to the movie, he's 25 and she's 15. Now, I appreciate this is set in 1973, but the movie for me, it's still wrong. The movie didn't really address the wrongness of their relationship at any point. And I found that to be a bit of a weird choice. The fact that the relationship is just there and it was unspoken of is that, well, you've mentioned their ages. I'd like that explored a bit more so we can get into the roots of how we are. You know, it questions a lot of us as audience, because in, in one of the key things about the serial killer that Martin Sheen plays is that he is so inherently charming that you're kind of drawn towards him despite the atrocities that he commits. And the, what's sad is that the atrocities he commits, there's no real rhyme or reason or motivation behind him. He's just, you know, young kid, good looking kid with a gun. And it's like, well, I got this girl. I like her. We're going to go on a run now. If you come after me, I'll shoot you. It's as simple as that. end up going on this long ass run police chasing them and things go right things go wrong but overhyped man 
like worth a watch just so you can see it as a piece of cinema history if you haven't seen it. But the fanfare that comes with Malik's greatest movie. Oh my God, this changed cinema. Oh my God, this is the best Martin Sheen performance ever. It's like, chill. It's fine. Like, it's, 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 it's literally that. It's fine. It's, it's not, wow. It's just fine. And if you love it, that's fine. You're better than me at that. Then you are winning at life because I'm missing the points on this one, right? Which I happens am... sometimes. It Which does. Happens. It does. I don't want anyone to get the impression that I'm shitting on them. The bottom line is in this in this conversation where you like a movie more than I do, you win. I am the loser here. Like, I wish I would like the movie as much as everyone else does. I don't get it, though. And in an umbrella, I'm going very left field here. And I'm bringing Johnny Depp in again. And that's the last time I bring him in. Sleepy Hollow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Break it down. The Headless Horseman is legitimately a serial killer. Yeah. Uh, legitimately. <laughs> and that was kind of why I was like, well, yeah, he's not your traditional serial killer with a plan. But then the some people are going to now bring in the argument of, oh, but in that film, he was being controlled by what's-her-face in the village. It's like, okay, then she's the serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind who I put the pin of blame on. Someone's a serial killer. <laughs> it's a film as opposed to a person, so by proxy, there is a serial killer in here. So. Yeah. yeah. But this, do you know what, mate? I've really, really enjoyed this movie, mostly because I enjoyed the Disney film so fucking much when I was younger. But that cartoon was hardcore. Like, do you remember it? How creepy it was. Yeah, it's creepy. It's, uh, it's been a while. I haven't seen it in a while. But it's, uh... Bro, even now when I watch it, I'm like, uh, like... Disney knew how to do that, though. And I, 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 dare I say, it built character. Like, we were exposed Ooh, to some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm a fossil. Shoot me. Like, you know, I'm, not, the witch. I'm not I'm not I'm not like promoting that everything that they done was right. <clears throat> Dumber plus um, Aristocats. Yeah, yeah, like, like, you know, there, there's enough out there to say that Disney's got enough wrong. But there was thing. We, we were just we were just exposed to more that I just felt that like I don't want to say the kid gloves are on now, but it's like you were just kind of in you, you were it kind of braces you for what can come next in life, you know. Whereas now it's just like whoa, I I Disney doesn't do dark <laughs> as much like now. Like, you know, you, you, you want to compare to the young girl in Sleepy Hollow was Christina Ricci, wasn't it? Yes. yes, yes she yes. comes up again on my list. This is wonderful. What a weird, <laughs> what a weird little guilty by association we're having on this list this week. Six um, degrees of separation with the six screen, degrees right? of separation. Literally that, mate. Um yeah, so I've always been fascinated by this story. Always. This legend of this sleepy little village that's haunted by a headless horseman who, when, according to the Disney film, when Halloween comes, he comes and claims another vi victim with a clip, clip, and a clip, bitty club. So spooky. Um, in this one, it's slightly different. In this one, he's controlled by someone in the village. But yeah, so good brutal and bloody Johnny Depp plays again an inspector just like you did in hell <laughs> from hell this time it's not um 
It's not Inspector Abilene. It's Inspector Ichabod Crane. So they've changed the role again slightly from the Disney, because in the Disney, Ichabod Crane was the school teacher who got bullied, right? In this one, the Chief Inspector, who sent... Ah, I get to say it again. By another late great. He's sent by a judge who was played in a cameo role by the late great Christopher Lee. Who we can also tie into the fact that was the inspiration behind Bond. <laughs> many, many great RIPs this week. Yeah, indeed. Indeed, indeed there are. Man, we've lost some talent in the last few years. Fuck me. Ian Holm, Christopher Lee, and ah, Alan Rickman. Jesus. Life, my friend. Mother nature. Father time. It's that combination time. there. Dig. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trust me, it's, it's a lot to take in. And that was your... That was my eight. So over that to your, your seven. Okay, over to me in at number seven. I tried to avoid the kind of horror genre this week, but obviously sometimes you just can't. And I, you know, I toyed with. Do you, do you, are you doing horror franchises at all? Um, I don't think you'll consider what I've got a franchise. So go nuts. You know, you could do your your child plays, your Halloweens, your Friday the 13th and what have you. Then I toyed with this one and I thought, kind of like the same way we like Sleepy Hollow, you can argue who was the serial killer. That's why I went with this one. Yeah. So, because this is something where it's it's slightly different now because yes, essentially, I mean, it's more in the other films, but I'm just kicking it off with Saw 1. Mm. It's, yes, Jigsaw is the serial killer, but the Actual sure. killing itself. <laughs> self-inflicted. Yeah, it's self-inflicted or, you know, you onto another. So it's, it's really an interesting concept behind a serial killer. Like, he, he, he he's essentially put you in a position where you have no choice but to, <laughs> unless you can redeem and replenish yourself, essentially. You know, learn a lesson while playing this awful game. But it was an interesting concept. And I thought, you know what, if I am going to play the horror game yeah. and go for a serial killer this would be the one i'd go for listen it was the one i was probably toying with the most i would like to see these halloween remakes that they've done though because i've heard the halloween that came out like two years ago or three years ago now in 2018 was supposed to be fucking good there's a new one coming out as well isn't there yeah the follow-up halloween kills which is out this month well october and then halloween ends which is out next year so apparently it looks like they've built a it's kind of like a sequel trilogy and it's meant to be really good so I, I would like to check it out. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is another one which could have made this list. Yes, yes, I did toy with that actually. That that kind of came up, but it was like a passing thought to be honest. Because again, it was again just didn't want to go down that route, you know. Texas. Chainsaw no, bro, Massacre. I'm with you. I'm with you. But legitimately, you could have quite easily just equally made a a, a list that was just that, just horror, easily, and they all would have been valid. Yeah, I would like to take this moment. I can't remember if I mentioned this a few weeks ago. I would like to take this moment to acknowledge how fucking underrated James Wan is as a director. The guy has done Saw, right? The guy mm-hmm. has done Insidious. The guy has done The Conjuring. The guy has done Aquaman, DC's first billion dollar movie. The guy did Fast and Furious 7 and had to deal with Paul Walker's death. And the guy's just recently done Malignant, which while it hasn't been met with the biggest aplomb, I like what he did with it in there. Not scary, but interesting. And not I can't remember if he's done it on 
camera on recording, but I do recall you bringing him up. I do recall you bringing him up recently. So no credit to you, sir. For me, he's a director who I will now, much like Nolan and Scorsese, Boon Jong Ho, who did Parasite, of course, and um, ah, Snowpiercer and Old Boy and all of those brilliant Korean movies. I would I will add James Wan to a list of directors where if they're making a film, I'd be like, okay, I'll see He's that. Got my attention. The track record you listed, it, it's a it's a fair it's a fair assessment. It's a fair assessment. His I, I, st- I still maintain his ending for Fast Seven was a stroke of genius. Had people yeah. bellowing with tears in the cinema. About an actor who I wasn't even aware that I was that deeply connected to. Yeah. Nah, he did yeah. he did it. One's a talent, man. One's a mega talent. So yeah, that was your seven, your six. Uh bear with me a second. I, I, I keep scrolling up. I don't know why I do scroll up when I do this. Um right. So that was my seven. Um probably a punt. It's here because we we bring this film up quite a bit. I'm talking okay. Anthony Hopkins, Jodie Foster, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, that's a punt all day long, my friend. Uh, bro, I get it. It's one of those things I was just like, I just felt like, oh, it, it, you know, it's such a top three film at all times. I'm like, just, you know. <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> bro, it's, it's amazing. I just, yeah, I just kind of thought let's toy with films that we haven't brought up so much. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, my number seven was the punt from earlier. Natural Bond Killers. Oh, this film's so good. This film is so good. It's like Bonnie and Clyde on steroids. It's like, it's the reinvention of, of, of Badlands. It's, it's, this is the Americana that I'm more interested in. And Oliver Stone is so gritty in his delivery of this film and story. It's funny you say Badlands, because I was going to say, this and True Romance are two films that I've always kind of compared you know, um, yeah. like in a way. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Badlands definitely influenced this. You know, you know, this was written by Tarantino, yeah. Yes, I do. I do indeed. I do. Indeed. Written by Tarantino, directed by Oliver Stone. I maintain if this if this had been directed by Tarantino, the film would have been that much better. That aside, it's still a hell of a good film. Um, but, 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 too visceral and violent for some people. I mean, once they're in prison, it gets all kinds of <laughs> crazy. But I don't, I don't, it's one of those things that you take it how you take it, as far as I'm concerned. It, I, when I watch, I mean, all right, there are certain films that have made me cringe, but I can normally pull away that I'm like, hey, blood and guts in a movie kind of thing. I've never really, you know, it's not often that I've like, It's not so much the blood and guts. It's kind of like, it's got that, um, got that tony scott quality to it you know where it feels gritty it feels visceral because of the way it's shot you kind of feel dirty watching it and they god they sex her up in this don't they <laughs> juliette lewis yeah are you flirting with me you know just from the get-go and while he's there perving on his thing i have a key lamp huh? you know it's so hypersexualized right from the off so yeah. i mean th- i mean they're just the worst people aren't they rapists murderers robbers but it's such a condemnation on media politics isn't it it's such a fucking i mean look look, bring up the poster again it's like 
the media made them superstars. And that poster is true. It's And we're guilty of that now. It's what happened with Trump. Yeah. You know, we yeah. paid far too much attention to him. It's like the problem we've got now in the UK with no petrol. People are like, this happened because of Brexit. It's like, yo, I hate Brexit. I'll be the first one to point the finger of blame at it. But this happened because a few media outlets reported that there was a shortage of petrol and people lost their fucking mind. It's toilet paper gate all over again. Yeah. Yeah. The, the you know, the media, uh, they, they thrive on bad news. So if there is no bad news, let's create it. And, and it's one of those things. Had you not known there was no petrol, would you be rushing out to get petrol? You may be like, oh, it's out. It becomes that bit more manageable. Not saying it wouldn't have happened because, yes, there are issues. Let's not be ignorant to it. But it's speeded up and it's become a lot worse due to the media. In fact, it really has. And this movie is a byproduct of what happens when the mainstream media gets its claws into something, its flavor of the month and, you know, sends it to the stratosphere. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to be said for natural born killers. There's yeah. a lot to be said. And the supporting cast is superb. You know, Robert Downey Jr., Tom... Is it Tom Sizemore? Chris Penn It's Tom Sizemore. Um, Tommy Lee Jones is in this. It's it's stacked top to bottom. Yeah, I was, that's one thing, because I was really late to the party on that one. And just seeing that, it's like a who's who in that film. It's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you've got a good cast. Yeah, it's big, mate. So that was my seven. My six... Uh, we might be saying punt here but i'm putting it low for the reasons you just gave because it's it's been brought up a lot by me american psycho it's uh you know what? it's a small punt just because it hasn't actually been brought up that much by me (laughs) yeah i I, yeah it's there so that was your number six that was my six over to your five mate and that was punt right this this film had to be in there because it's just one of my favorites and yeah I, I I wasn't going to make it number one because there are films naturally, but, on. but identity. Yeah, you love this film, don't you? I do. I do indeed. I do. This is one of your. This is one of your babies. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> there are many films that can fall under the category of protection for by me, and identity is <laughs> definitely one of them. Um, Crash as well. Uh, don't talk bad about Crash in front of AJ. He'll kill you. <laughs> how dare you? When I heard what the the world thought of that, I was heartbroken. Like, how dare you, people? But no, identity is one of the argument. I'll never get over. It's too obvious. Like, what? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's you know that what is it they say? Sometimes you, I, I I think a few good men said it best. You can't handle the truth. I'm you, you've directly got your own truth displayed in your face, and it's 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 killing you. That that's essentially yeah. what it's that it comes down to to me as far as I'm concerned. Legitimately, you, yeah, you can't handle what's there. That this is real, and you're like, no, no, but how dare you? What did you want from it? <laughs> Superman to fly by at a certain point instead of the invisible. Yeah, stop it. No, no, no. Leave the darkies alone and eat your milk. <laughs> drink, drink your milk and eat your veg, rather. Yeah, say your prayers and take your vitamins. Like, just behave. Behave. This is real life, people. But yeah, um, no, um, identity is it's one of those things that you you understand. It seems like two unrelated stories that have somehow been connected. You, you're, you're, you're hearing about a man who's in court and being assessed, while at the same time there are all these people arriving in a cabin who have many, many things in common, 
And while in this abandoned motel in the middle of the woods, people start dropping off. Mm. And I, I just found it such an amazing concept. I, I don't know I mean. It's, it's connected. For those who've seen it, knows what I'm talking about. You'll understand that whores don't get a second chance. Yeah. But for those who haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil it. I, I have brought it up a few times. And it's one of those that as much as it could be brought up, it's one of my babies, as you said. So it's always going to be in a top five category. Where, where possible um it's got a real alfred hitchcock vibe to it yeah 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 it does indeed it does the motel indeed. helps hint hint yes doesn't it just doesn't it just but yeah so that was my number five can't really argue with that entity it's a cracking film oh, and again yeah. stacked cast yeah oh yeah uh speaking of stacked cast i'm gonna bring in my number five this is <sighs> This is getting close to a modern masterpiece, this one. And it's 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 kind of like one we're going to bring up later, but less gritty and more intelligent with Jake Gyllenhaal, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr., Zodiac. That's a punt, my friend. Okay. Over to you. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so that was my number five. We probably will punt on this, I'm guessing, because you just talked about a motel and Alfred Hitchcock. I'm bringing up Psycho. Yeah, no, punt. Okay. <laughs> punt, punt, punt. <laughs> fair play, fair play. Right, so back over to you. Right, my number four. You just brought in identity, right? Now, what's funny is that... Let me get the actor's name up because I want to do him justice. He's one of these actors who... There we go. He's one of these actors who never... His name is never known, but when you see his face, you say, oh, yeah, that dude. Right? And I'm talking about Pruitt Taylor Vince, the guy who plays the killer in Identity, has a very, very small role in this film. But the star of this film are two ladies. It's based on a true story. I'm bringing in Charlize Theron in her Oscar-winning role and Christina Ricci, who... I didn't Death know it was really made the lizard. Yeah. Monster. Big film. Big Fuck, film. what a great film. You seen it? Yes, I have. So I'm I just know what it is. I, I, I thought this is who we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pruitt Taylor Vince. I had to actually just double. Yeah, it's you Pruitt know what you're like. Yeah. Even though I knew he was the killer, I'm like, I, I just need to make sure it's it's a recognizable face. Do you but, know what yeah. threw me? It's a completely recognizable face, and you know. PTV is how we're going to have to call him from now on because none of us are going to remember Pruitt Taylor Vince. So let's just no. go PTV. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. What was interesting about this is that he actually, although he was only on camera for a very short time, he showed how much of a talent he is because the boy's got some range and you sort of show how visceral he is and nasty he is in identity. And then, you know, she's trying to fucking. Oh, you're going to beat me, aren't you? Yeah. You're, you're like a rough, don't you? You're going to fuck me. He's like, I. I I don't like it, Ralph. Yes, yeah, yeah. this is my first time doing this, and the way. Ah, uh, anyway, I don't want to talk about that scene, even though it's brilliant. She's already in full killing mode there, and then you think, you know, atypical bull guy mustache looks like I sort of, you know, poster child for the KKK type person, and then you hear him speaking and say, "Oh no, he's a nice person. Leave him alone." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and can I also say while we're on this, because you've mentioned this was your link as well with Christina Ricci coming back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 So, what can I say? What was interesting 
is Christina Ricci really held her own with Charlize Theron in this. That's what surprised me. Like, I wasn't aware that Christina Ricci had this range in her. It's something to do with the films that she's been casting. I, I, you know, I don't want to knock it, but you can't help but say Christina Ricci and think Wednesday. Casper, Adam. Casper, Casper from Wednesday. Like that's who she was, you know. And possibly mermaids. More for the share video than the actual film, but like that's all you ever picture her for. But she has done some stuff as an adult. She even, really um, has. Even it's, it's a weird film, but. Let me double check because I don't want to make an ass out of myself. She's been. Do you know what's interesting is that she's. You look at her IMDb and her filmography, and it's basically just she's an actress who's been making sort of five and a half, six out of ten movies for the last twenty years. Yeah, the girl's still um, going strong. Black what's Snake Moon with Samuel L. Jackson. Weird film. Yeah, I just want to. But then double when she does check. TV. Whenever she does TV, it's always like a seven plus, seven, eight, nine out of ten. Yeah. Nothing wrong with being a TV actress or actor. Gar- sorry, actor. Gary Sinise found his home there. Hey, so did Kiefer. Yeah. Mine was more of a shot than yours, but yeah. That's yeah, true. <laughs> it, it's, it's rough. It's, it's rough. Some pe- and it's not a bad thing, but you, you, you can actually just be a TV actor, uh, you know. Being in a serial TV show could just be made more for you than it is on a film scale. It's, it's, it's weird, but it's true. It is true. It is true. But yeah, yeah that, that almost sounds like we're dissing Christina. I just want to be very clear. I thought she held her own with Charlize Theron in this movie, but Charlize ultimately does is the one you come and stay for. Like, <laughs> what I also found out about Charlize Theron is that this is quite close to home. This for her. Really? Uh, did you know that Charlie's mum actually killed her dad when he was beating her, and that's why they left South Africa? I was like, oh, shit. No, I did not. Yeah. Killed him in self-defense, and then they fled. I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I was yeah, going to bring something in, but I'm just going to leave it because it just sounds a bit wrong. I was just trying to prove my point of superpower, but <laughs> but no, that that I did not know. I'd not heard that yeah. at all. Nor did I. Nor did I. No, this movie really moved me. It made me go and research, and you know, and the, and it's a true story. Eileen Rosso, who actually, I mean, she is a bona fide socio psychopath. Forget sociopath. She's a psychopath. This woman. You listen. They're all over YouTube, and they've got tapes of her in her court case, and she's like, "I'll do it again. I don't care." <laughs> Maybe I'll do. There are some people like that, and it's chilling, isn't it? It's actually chilling because it's something's not right upstairs. Do you know what? Do you know what scares me about people like that? Is one that they're there, but they've been discovered. But it's those who haven't been discovered. You're like, you know, it's like zodiac. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. That is the one. You know, it's just it's chilling. Oh, sorry, I've got the real shivers in my spine. Yeah. Yeah, there are times where it makes me reassured that we live in London because of the amount of CCTV that we have. But you know, you contrast where we live with somewhere like that, like Badlands, which I was talking about before, and it's just the open plains of South Dakota and this incredibly handsome, charming man who you wouldn't peg as a murderer. And next thing you know, it's he stealing your Cadillac and locking you in a closet and killing everyone you know. It's like, whoa, America. But, bro, do you know what? We say this, but where do you have to be in an hour? We don't hour have hour? big open plains. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is, where do you have to be in an hour? What do you mean? 
you have to do something in an hour's time because circumstances out here, you know? Oh, well, yes. Yeah, you know, I, I always say it. My parents forget to pay the congestion charge, and two days later, they have a £60 bill in, through the letter letterbox. However, there was a man who was able to kill five prostitutes in a row when no one was able to find him for a while. Like, sometimes the cameras are there, sometimes it's like, why are they there? Like, you know, come Tup on. Tupac got shot on the Vegas Strip. Yeah. Quote, quote Chris Rock, how many witnesses do you need? <laughs> 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 legitimately legitimately you know it, it, it's yeah so but i'm just saying yes you know america but yeah uk yeah yeah and i'm sure so glad we don't have guns just putting that out there i'm so glad this country doesn't have a gun problem preach, preach. Right. That, that, yeah have you you haven't seen the free guy yet have you why do you put the on the front of everything you always do this it's just yeah, free guy. Have you seen it yet? Forget what I put in front of it. Just ask the fucking question. I love it when you do it, though. The Black Panther. <laughs> I never said that. Oh, it's on record saying it. That's bullshit. We've got you on tape saying that. Don't even go there with me, my no, friend. Let, forget, again, just answer the fucking question. No, I haven't seen free okay, guy. Okay, right. There is, a, there is a part there where there's a contrast between video game world and the real world because you like when i add the so i'll put the real world as opposed to real world right and um yeah there there is that part where i don't want to put a spoiler to it but they do mention gun crime but it, was, it kind of puts a giggle you like, ah. yeah you've acknowledged where you are of course <laughs> yeah of course and it's got a good canadian kid in ryan reynolds doing it so I'm not <laughs> taking shots. the true north strong and free oh shit <laughs> Right, so that was where were we? That was your number three. That was my four, sir. So that was your number three. four, yeah, because I'm going first, so technically it's my number three. So this is the other punt from earlier. This is a film that I haven't brought up so much, and I keep forgetting it, and I felt like I owed it its position. We're talking Mr. Bateman in American Psycho. This film is a film that I will always remember catching on a plane to Florida. Thinking, oh. what the actual hell like my god are you? and the thing is it's how it all starts off you know you just see this guy in in business world as it were and you know the comparing of business cards and suits and outdoing yeah. each other and you just don't expect what comes next it's just this parade of now you want to talk sociopath here we go like so again psycho. he's got everything socio psycho borderline yeah. personality disorder narcissistic personality disorder pick it he's got it yeah yeah it's it, it's absolutely insane and it's just it's it's the yeah as you said I, because he's literally a, a cocktail of paths as it were as well as everything else you don't even know where to start but it's this self-gratification of the way he makes love to prostitutes and admires himself in a in the mirror while doing it you know and it's just like <laughs> what so the hell followed by this murder where a woman is now running for her life because after making well not even like making love after the sex that he's just produced and probably making love to himself more than anything by the way he was looking in the mirror pulls out a fucking chainsaw after <laughs> biting her calf right yeah yeah he's it, taking it, a full-on man chunk out of her calf Arr, teeth it, and all it, it, it's, it's just, it's, 
How do you explain this guy? Not to mention the axe in his apartment. Yeah, yeah. Like, here we go. One man's house, axe and chainsaw. Do we need to continue? <laughs> it's, it's all kind of messed up. And I'm, it's one of those films that you have brought up, but I do keep forgetting it. And I'm like, yeah. 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 The, the one thing I think the movie did wrong, which the book made very clear, the movie, there was this insinuation at the end that maybe he didn't do it. But at that point, he'd become an unreliable narrator, so you didn't know what to believe anymore. And that's where it kind of blurred the lines. The book makes it very clear. So I know he killed. <laughs> fair play. Fair play. I've not read it, but yeah. Yeah. It's... Book's even it... more graphic. <sighs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So no, I, it's one of those films that I, uh, it, I think it deserves a lot of respect. Uh, yeah, it has been brought up, but sometimes I feel like American Psycho doesn't get brought up enough in other ventures. Well, it's funny you say that because when I put the fucking question out to Twitter, which you can get involved into if you're one of our viewers or listeners and you want to get involved with our weekly debates, every single weekend I will put a question out relating to what the following topic is. And when I put out the question on Twitter this weekend, what is the best serial killer movie? Not a single person said American Psycho. Weird, isn't it? Weird. It's weird. Very weird. Very mm. weird. Not mm. a single person brought up American Psycho. Only two brought up Monster. Both women. Interesting. By the way, on that note, I do want to do a quick shout out because I did promise I would do this. So, uh, again, having a wonderful interaction with one of the fans, I would like to shout out love and peace at Ilana Zback. Ilana's back. Ilana's back. Sorry. <laughs> so, E L E. <laughs> it's the way that you will, Ilana's back. And then you're like, oh, no, because Ilana's it's a Z. Back. It's a Z instead of an S. It's not like apostrophe or anything, because it's a fucking at handle. I appreciate when I've just said that out loud and I've heard it in an existential out of body moment and heard myself externally being like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but you read it E L E N A Z back. Yeah, okay. Ilana back. <laughs> so I'd like to shout out love and peace at Ilana's back. Uh, which who I was communicating with this last week, and she brought up. Sorry, I don't even know. If, I don't know if you use a pronoun she, so I'll say they. They brought up that monster should be in the discussion, and I said thank you. You're only the second person who's brought this up. To which they said, "How did it only get two mentions? Everything about the movie was brilliant, and when you find yourself actually rooting for the serial killer, which you do, well, that's a different level." To which I answered, shout out coming your way. So Ilana's back at Love and Peace. I'm a man of my word. Indeed you are, sir. Indeed you are. So that was my number three. Over to you. Uh, so this is the one I punted on earlier. It, you said it was top three territory, and it is. Silence of the Lambs. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I, it's, just... one of the, it's one of the greatest films ever made. You can't argue it. You can't really. You can't talk about serial killer movies and not have this in the discussion, to be honest. You're you just right. Can't. You're right. I'm actually. Do you know what? I feel like. And to be honest, my top three, I don't know how you can talk about serial killer movies and not have them in the discussion. Fair play. Fair play. I mean, it's one of the. I, listen, it's in there. I. 
I just feel like such a hypocrite because I've realised what my number two is. Don't we bring it up a lot, do we? Uh, yeah, probably more than Silence of the Lambs. So I don't know why, but um, yes. Maybe uh, it's worthy really of being in the discussion, AJ. Who knows? We cannot help these things, you know? You can't. You can't. I think it's because it nearly made my number one until number one kicked in. But uh, yes, no, Silence of the Lambs is... Yeah, you can't not talk about it. Um, I, I think even though we've spoken about it a lot, if you are going to talk serial killers, it's in the discussion. I think it's the best and what's one. interesting is that whenever you you talk serial killer in Silence of the Lambs, people, well, not all people, a lot of people think you're referencing Hannibal the Cannibal. No. He's not the serial killer in it. Buffalo yeah. Bill is James Gunn. That's the one. Yeah. Hannibal Lecter's family he's like the sidekick to batman exactly, basically. exactly yeah the advisor as i was gonna say the special yeah. counsel <laughs> fucking hopkins is so good isn't he it's just it's such a performance because whoever talks about robin <laughs> in a normal film like the sidekick does you batman forever ha because chris o'donnell was the shit but we won't get there you go <laughs> but I also, but let's be real. I also do acknowledge Val Kilmer as the one true Batman. So it's, I can't agree with that, but I know that at Rise Guide, Rise Guide will agree with you on that. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just highlighting the fact that when it comes to the perfect, but anyway, we'll stop there because I don't want to make an ass out of myself. Speaking of Val, you did, did, did you track down the documentary I told you about? I have, I no, I haven't, I haven't. I will add it I to your list. But was it not coming? Was it not coming as opposed to... Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I haven't been keeping tabs of it. I thought you might have been keeping closer tabs than me. Maybe it had come and gone or something. No, not to my knowledge. Not to For my instance, knowledge. The Loneliest Whale. That's now available to watch online. Yes. Yeah, so I heard... I, do you know what? I yeah. Never even got a cinema release here. Disgraceful. Sad. Sad. Cause yeah. That, that really touched me when I heard about it. Not seen it as yet, but I was really touched by that story. Yeah. That, that is a touch. Of, even now, I'm just hot sunk a bit just thinking about it. It's horrible, yeah. isn't it? The idea yeah. that a mammal's so big that it spends its life in solitary. Oh, poor whale. Yeah, that is sad. That's but yeah, sad. Silence of the Lambs, story of Agent Clary Sterling, who's hunting down serial killer Buffalo Bill, James Gum, with the help of another killer, Hannibal the Cannibal actor, played by Oscar winner Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. What... What can be said about this movie that hasn't been said by us or anyone for that matter? It's been done. It's been done. I don't even <laughs> it really to, has. I don't even want to be that guy. It's, it's been done. Like, I don't want to dismiss it, but if you haven't seen it, see it. Edutainment point there for you. Yeah. That, that's the one. And in at number two for me, is another film that I just feel like it's been done ad nauseum, and I just feel like a dick because I'm like, oh, it's answered the last, we've done too much. But this film nearly did become number one for me, and I'm like, guys, you can't do it. I'm talking Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, seven. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because that's my number two. Hey, same poster. <laughs> it, it, it's the way it's all put together. It? It just... Dude, it's one of the quintessential serial killer movies. It's the framework for a serial killer movie. Literally, it's so well paced. It is so well developed. It's gripping. It's terrifying. You can put it all together if you're paying close enough attention. We all, it's the power of the not seen, isn't it? It's like the what's in the boxing. You know what it is. You, it's what you don't see that troubles you that much more. The, 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 the plan unfolding, you know, 
your wraith, your wrath. Sorry, it's like, wah, got him. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's brilliantly clever. I do maintain, I think Zodiac. So this is the movie I was likening Zodiac to. Okay. I always get a kind of seven vibe off Zodiac, but minus the gore with more intelligence. I kind of got that vibe off it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fair play. Fair play. But yes, no, we've done seven. Admirals, yeah. Um, yeah. Seven. Again, if you haven't seen, check it out. There's not much more I can say. Viewer discretion is advised. Indeed. 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 And I always, it's one of those things that always kill me when you was like, you can't get like, yeah, the um, the breakdown of what it was. I always remember that discussion we had when we first, we first brought up Seven. It was quite, yeah, interesting. So there's a lot to be discussed about with Seven as well. I'm more than happy to discuss it with you um, in podcast format. Right, worst. <laughs> we are going to be split because this film, I know you enjoyed. I did enjoy the first half. And then okay. it ran me the fuck up by the end. Okay. Vinnie Jones, Bradley Cooper, uh, Midnight Meat. Uh, uh, nah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Vinnie um, movie, really like it. Yeah. I, Hostel nearly took the category as well because that was another film that has wound me up to help. But I just thought of this one because it, it started off as such a film that had me gripped. Yeah. I was so gripped by what was going on. And then it just started to get into the very B movie and supernatural and out there. And I was I just love so disappointed. Why not? Like, Why not? No, no, it had such a story, Why not? man. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, what, but in the same breath, why? Why not? <laughs> like we can ask this question. It'll be a bit like, dude, where's my car in this question? Because you'll be like, why not? Dude. And I'll be like, why? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh man. Bro, oh, no, I. Oh, it, it, it had Where would you have wanted to see it go? He catches him and then saves the day, and story done. I don't know, but I just feel like I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Like you think it's fun, so others may find it fun. It's not for me to spoil. But I'm you just have like, to accept it for what it is. It's a pure, unadulterated, gritty B movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it wasn't for me. It, I, 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 the, the letdown. The letdown is one that I just haven't been able to forgive, honestly, and that, that's where it's at. Honestly, people, it, it's the kind of dust till dawn kind of flip the coin and you're yeah, in a different world kind exactly, of Exactly, but that worked for you. Why didn't this? <sighs> I, no, 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 just, no. You've literally proven my point here. It is exactly like from Dust Till Dawn. It just takes this mad. Yeah, but do you know like, what it is? Dust oh. Till Dawn had this open and then carried on. Like, when it flipped, it, I, dare I say, it was about halfway, if not earlier than halfway. So I've had to kind of forget that part and you embrace what this film is about. Whereas this film had me at, oh, where's this going? Where's this going? And then near the end, it's like, okay, here's the coin flip. And I'm like, fuck you. That's the difference. It's ah. when the coin flips, man. Like, nah. He didn't like the fact that the coin landed and gave him tails. <laughs> Coincidentally today, fun story, because I wasn't actually thinking of flip the coin. Got on a bus today, and dare I say, my Oyster card is nearing its end. Got on a bus today, sat down right next to me, Oyster card. And I'm like, do I? Do I keep it? This may be able to top me over into my next set of travel for the next few days because that there's this gap between payday and oh you found an oyster card yeah yeah 
Did was it, was like, it one of the ones which had a name on it or not? No, it was just there, just an Oyster card. It should have been open game. And I actually played the open it, game. I, I, went onto open Google. I went onto Google and I flipped the coin. And I actually done it three times because I was like, if it lands on head, it's mine. If it lands on tails, it gets handed into the driver. And coincidentally, it landed on tails twice. So I handed in the Oyster card. You know, they've just pocketed that. He probably has. I mean, the thing is, bus drivers have the purple Oyster card. Have you ever seen the purple Oyster card? No. It's golden. Honestly, it should be a golden Oyster card. Basically, I think they get it for themselves and possibly one or two members of their family. Free travel? Free travel. All zones. Bro, I had a friend who had one. He's like, oh, my friend works in London Transport, but he doesn't use it. So he gave it to me. I was like, <laughs> like it's something to drool about the purple oyster card it's a bit like a black nando's card people yeah, what is the black nando's card free food forever forever ed sheeran has one they stopped it now and apparently the last person who got one before it was like if you were a regular they could authorize you a, nando's, a black nando's card ed sheeran has one i think example may have one as well the last person who just had because one, they eat nando's so much yeah it was just like a loyalty thing and the last guy who did get a black Nando's card had to prove his loyalty to Nando's by going to every single Nando's, I think, in the world. And that's when they granted it to him. And they were like, yeah, we're not going to do it again after that. I mean, I do like Nando's. Yeah. But what do you think? Let's be honest. I mean, you may get tired of the taste, but essentially, man. Chicken and veg. Bro, here we go. But let's, let's break it down. A black card entitles you to never have to buy food shopping again. Even if you're going to get tired of the taste, it's free food. Yeah. 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 You should donate some of those cards to homeless people, maybe. There you go. Opening up a social dilemma here, aren't we? There we go. There we go. Ed Sheeran can pay for his. He's got money. Ed Sheeran has a village for a house. Yep. Ed Sheeran keeps buying out his neighbours like just while we're on the subject. I don't know if you know about this. It's like called I don't, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. He keeps buying out his neighbours and gradually more and more it's just become this Ed Sheeran town. It's weird. Like, look at him. I guess, I guess so he's weird. like Brock Lesnar. He doesn't like people. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And it's weird because I actually met a few people who have worked with Ed when he was on the come up. And they were always like, he was a kind of to himself guy. No shit. <laughs> He's now proven that a lot. But yeah, that's where we're at. Anyway, that's a weird turn from yeah. Midnight Meat Train to Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Only on the movie Matt Rushmore, people. Right. My worst easy choice, mate. It it falls into the 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 you know that that kind of horror franchise which we were talking about earlier. I have no time for this film. Scream. I purposely left Scream off. I mean, as much as I said I wanted to leave these alone, the hatred you have for this film, I was I, I kind of—it's fucking terrible. It is terrible. I, I had fun with Scream. Bro, when was the last time you watched it? It's forever in a day. We're we're going through a civil war moment here. I promise you, when we all get over the ha. Wanky wanky of how good that opening 15 minutes is, and let's be under no fucking illusion, it is fantastic that opening 15 minutes when she's alone in the house. Hey, do you like scary movies? It's terrifying. 
horrible the idea that someone's watching you in the privacy of your own home and then they're inside with you horrible every person especially every woman but it doesn't really matter what your gender is but still especially a woman every person ever has had that fear every person has been there that's why that opening 15 is so poignant but do you know what I did for shits and giggles for this list? Mixed memorability is going to be so fucking angry with me. Because did you know that, quick tangent here, Boon Jong-ho of Parasite fame, mm-hmm. one of his early films is called Memories of Murder, and it fits this list perfectly, apparently. Fucking nightmare to find, and it's all you can get it on Amazon, but it's one of those additional payment things which I don't play with. It's so wrong, Amazon, I can't lie. In it, it really is. And there was yeah, there was this other Indian film called Raman Raghav 2.0, which apparently it's like a, a Scorsese film, apparently supposed to be superb. And it's on Netflix. I didn't get around to watching it because I thought I would treat myself because I apparently hate myself instead of liking good movies. I said, no, I'm going to go and rewatch Scream. I always give this movie shit. Let's see if it really is that bad. Not only did I rewatch it, not only is it so bad and it gets worse every time. Here's the part that's funny. I then want to watch scary movie just for a bit of don't, light. Don't. Don't go there. Don't. I'm not going to say Scream is worse. That wasn't okay. what I was getting at in case you're worried. It's as bad. There are legitimately... Listen. Listen. Before you, before you leave, listen. There are legitimately scenes. I'm not talking about the stupidness of when that dickhead in scary movie is climbing up and trying to woo her and they do the jokes with the chainsaw and the pubic hair. Fuck all that shit. Not funny. The actual murder scenes are kind of like for like. Like the notable one is when, you know, that scene in Scary Movie where she tries to crawl through the garage door to get out and the killer's just like... pushes a button and the garage door lifts. That happens in Scream. It's the same thing. And there's some things in Scream that are actually worse. Like when when she's in the um, news van, Courtney Cox's news van, Nev Campbell's in Courtney Cox's news van, slides the door open. She tries crawling out the back and she has to like squeeze through this little confined hole. The killer sees her instead of just being like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to close this door. I'm going to go around the back and I'm going to stab you in the head. They go full Scooby-Doo and he tries squeezing in behind her. And it's like, but what? Why didn't you just? No, no, you're stupid. You're really stupid. Like, I like the twist in it. I like it's kind of a double twist, actually. Would Do you know what? This movie would make a top 10 if we were ever doing a top 10 about double twists in movies, because it's got a really good double twist. The fact that it's the boyfriend, then spoilers, it's the boyfriend, and then, oh, there's two of them. It's like, oh, shit, right, okay, fair play. That was good. So, like, it sticks the ending, but, I mean, end, 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 end. I'm talking last five, six minutes. And the opening is some of the best ever. But God, oh, fucking mighty, the movie sucks. It's so bad, AJ. You need to rewatch this the way you rewatched Civil War and finally started to see what I was saying. The difference I had with Civil War and Scream is that I'd seen Civil War the once and I tried and left it. Whereas How this, many times I, have you seen Scream? In a, it's, it's been a lifetime. 
but I watched it a few times. But then it was what, a different what, time, I was a different age. Huh? Yeah. Bro, it's a teen horror. Of course, when you're a teenager, it's like, bro, I imagine now that I've got a daughter on the way, if I go back and watch American Pie, I'm not going to be laughing at Stifler so much. I hate the fact that I'm saying that, by the way. But I might not be laughing so much. I might be like, you know, this is, I might show this to my daughter as, as an educational piece on teenage men and be like, you see this? The funny fuckers? Stay away from them. Because this is what they get freaky with. Pee peed on. Don't be that girl. You know? Message for you, Nico. What we got? Hey, Mixed Memorabilia is here. Like how you mentioned how you knew who the SK was. <laughs> They're in memories of murder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Reporting what I said. Hmm. Yep. I hate myself, apparently. Instead of watching good movies that are being recommended to me by a really, really lovely Twitter community, I'm can do what's what can only be described as cine <laughs> cine sadomasochism because <laughs> i must hate myself for re-watching scream i really must because the movie is a tremendous piece of shit <laughs> i did that i did that i rewatch it and just get on board with me please you'll see what i, I'm I had about. i had fun with scream and it's one of those that I, I be yeah you might be like I think time and age might really hinder this film because it, I mean, but it was, it was like the gateway to teen horrors. Like it, it really was. No, it wasn't. It absolutely was not. Of its era. Of the nineties, maybe. Obviously we had stuff like bloody Nightmare on Elm Street prior. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. But like for its era. Texas Chainsaw like, Massacre was in the sixties for fuck's sake. That's what I'm saying. But of its era, it, it you know, cause we had that wave that came after of teen horror movies and i don't know i just but again you're talking to a man who doesn't give two craps about horror it's, it's, i'm it's not surprised when you like shit like this <laughs> like if this is your benchmark for horror i'm not surprised you don't like horror yeah. fair play fair play okay well scream takes its place where it's taking its place i don't know i didn't put it on the list to defend it but yeah I, it, it's one of those things that sometimes i don't have the debate why did it not make your list because it ain't very good. Sometimes I also don't have the debate in me to try and prove it. And then I mean, having to go back on films. And I like to own, I try to open the horizon, expand the horizons, you know, see different stuff. You're a better person than I am because I should have listened to Mixed Memorabilia and watched fucking Memories of Murder and Raman Ragav. And I hate myself for not doing that. At Mixed Memorabilia, watch this space because I have a feeling there's going to be another, another top 10 serial killer movies next season. There you are. There you are. Something to look forward to. Right. In at number one for me is the film that you mentioned and compared to Seven, but it's kind of on the biopic. Well, it is in the biopic scale. It is. Um, Well, real life as opposed to biopic because we still don't know. Well, I suppose the reporters are. I'm talking Zodiac. Um, Mm. Nice poster. Yeah, bro. Even I was shocked when I found out. Ooh, (laughs) taking that one. (laughs) That was nice, wasn't it? Um, Yeah. So. Great. Really great, and it's 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 the cat and mouse. It's the it's the attempts to find, and you know you don't want to leave it as a spoiler, but it's true life. It's you know a bit like Jack the Ripper, not found. Like to this day, we yeah, it's kind of chilling. It's it's, it's like okay, it's stopped, but the, the the person that you know was out there never caught, and it's 
scary. Scary to think of because there were many, many, many murders along the way. And it's just the this press team. Again, this is one where we will talk about how the press, we talked about the negativity behind it, but this is where they're actually trying to do good, you know? Well, remember, it's not just the press. I believe Mark Ruffalo is a police officer in this. I'm pretty yes, sure yeah, Jake I'm pretty sure Jake Gyllenhaal isn't even a uh, he's, he's an artist. He's, he's, a press he's artist. a cartoonist, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true. It's true. But... It's fucking fascinating the way that this story breaks people so much. The way it did, you know, the way that it basically drove Robert Downey Jr.'s character to drink and to lose his own life. It drove Mark Ruffalo away, or the character Ruffalo played away from the from the case entirely. They were like, oh, "Can't do it." <laughs> We literally can't catch this guy. And Jake Gyllenhaal, like this annoying level rat, just kept on going and going and going. Still didn't get lucky. Like We still don't know who the fucker is. If you're watching now and you're alive, I'm sorry I called you a fucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But joking aside, it's it's one of those things that it's just... Yeah, just... Yeah, how do you... As you said, if you're still alive, like it just stopped. Why? How? What, what's the purpose? Who? What? It's this... this unanswered taboo uh, but it, what the world had to go mm. through the, what people went through in order to find it you know this it well like the them should i say it's 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 surreal it's surreal and that's the thing you know some sometimes you get lost in a movie and then sometimes you have to remind yourself that this is reality you know and it's like damn damn it, it's uh you know it, it, when you get these reminders it it, it, it puts that chill it puts that chill, and it's it's one of those things that I'm not out to freak anyone. You could legitimately be on the bus with that person, on a tube with that person, on a plane ride with that person, anything. Yeah. Just you don't know, you don't know. I mean, probably there is someone out there who knew something. You know, it's it's just one of those things. But there's another side. Maybe they didn't. Like, no, it could have been anybody. You know, it's, it's it's freaky, it's scary, and that's why it just took my my number one. Because if we're going to talk serial killers, let's let's bring it to. Well, I don't want to say bring it home, but like reality in it deeply ingrained in reality and fantastic performances from everyone as well. You know, it's just yeah. all around great film, all around great film. So chilling, though, just so chilling to know that this shit was happening in San Francisco and that, yeah, I never got caught. And the movie's clever, isn't it? It kind of toys with you at the end, going, Oh, this could be the guy, the things are there, the watch is there, the signs are there. We don't have enough to arrest this person. It's like, oh my god, it's so him. <laughs> but is it? But is it? But is it right? Yeah, yeah exactly. But is it? It's just oh. right place, right time, right build, right fucking watch model. Still not enough. Ah, god yeah. damn it! It's not. But it's life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of life. Can't really talk about a fucking life serial killer movie without talking about this guy. Hitchcock. Psycho. Of course. I mean, Hitch Hitchcock is just... <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those things that you just can't ignore. He's one of those names that when, when you enter certain realms, certain things are linked to it. And Hitchcock in, in, in the thriller category in, you know, a field like this psycho has to be one of those films that you are going to bring up it just does what now whereby the the killer is not so obviously a serial killer in this one because yes 
the psycho does murder Marion Crane. He does murder the police officer who comes to the house and he attempts to murder again at the end and gets stopped. So two out of three is not bad. Not serial the way someone like Eileen Woros is or not serial the way someone like Mickey and Mallory Knox are or not serial the way someone like Kit is from Badlands, but still fits the description. This movie's so fucking good and it's so fucking ballsy what they did. You know, you take one of the biggest stars in the world and Janet Lee, and you kill her off halfway through and it's like, ha, well, no one saw that coming. You just got deep blue seed. Yeah. Yeah. If you know, you know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And if you don't go and watch deep blue sea and get ready for the surprise of your life. You killed who? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker. What? <laughs> That's <a bad> motherfucker. <laughs> Legit, legit. Shut up, be like, no me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, It's such a ballsy move. I love the way it's shot. I love the fucking choice to do this in black and white and to make it give it that kind of old school grainy feel. And it, to this day, yeah, we're going to say the obvious, but can you look at a shower curtain the same? (laughs) And it's one of the most replicated scenes ever. Like, you know, people don't even know they're doing psycho when they're doing psycho sometimes. Like murder, the actual murder signage. Horrible. Horrible. Chocolate sauce, because that's what made it look the right way. (laughs) Joys of black and white. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly that. Exactly that. But yeah, no, great choice. Great choice. Like, I, one, one can't argue with Hitchcock. It's, it's, it's like, I'm happy with my list, but bittersweet. As I said, there's definitely other movies I would have liked to have seen on here. This is edutainment. This is edutainment. We, we've got a two for one. We've got a two for one in terms of edutainment there, just like that. There were more films I wanted to see as well. Don't get me wrong. So but, do you want to maybe, if you've got honorables on your, on your list, do you want to maybe keep them in your note and just write at the top of the title, add the little word, another, so we have it for next year, and that way mm-hmm. you've, got, you've still got your list and all your memorables, that are honorables there too, so we know where to go. That's cool. That's cool by me. Cool. So we'll maybe aim to do that for season five. Can't believe we're going into season five. Holy shit. Insane, huh? <laughs> it's fucking mad, bro. I still remember movies iconic the 90s kids at Dewsbury Road. But that's the thing. And you know, when you break it down, that we say season five, that's in a podcast format. So Silver Screen Dudes itself has been around for a minute. It's coming Just in there. It's been around Just a while. So. Yeah. So we're here and we are grateful for you all. But yes. before we show our eternal appreciation, it's Rushmore time. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get. Oh, you're ready. Uh, yeah, hey, I could bring that back. I could bring that back. But I thought you might have some um, comments. And, or are we? Do- no, 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 no. We don't do that anymore. I told you because the comments just uh, they they blow up. Yeah, they, we've got like over 200 comments on that question. I do not have time to be cool. reading 200 comments. So then, without further ado. But we are will read out. We will continue to read out all comments that are done on the actual polls, of course. That's fine. So then we'll bring it back. Are you ready? Are you? I said, are you ready? It doesn't have the same vibe because Triple H had like thousands of people doing are it. So you ready? Then for the 
two people on StreamYard, the one viewer, and the thousands who will be tuning in on their many podcast platforms. Uh, let's get ready to rush more. Okay, that was previously cancelled because this wasn't a fan, but I'm glad to bring it back. It just right. doesn't have the right effect unless you have a live audience. It doesn't, but hey. Okay. One day. It's, One it's, day. I've, I've been speaking with Amazon yeah. about maybe doing a live show. Mm. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Mr. Prezzo. Right. right. Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. So I suppose Psycho is essentially there. It's, Listen, as I said, I don't really know how you can leave off my top three in this conversation. And what I think is really interesting as far as a poll is concerned is that this could they could literally go very, 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 very many ways here. So the point, unless you disagree, I think the kind of impetus here is what's number four. So here's a question. If you don't disagree, that is. Here is a question. Is Seven not in the category of films that always crush? Oh, that is a very good question. So here, here's the thing. I the, the honest answer to that is I'm not sure. I have a something tells me yes, but I also know that Hitchcock is holy on Twitter. Because you remember until recently with Rocky and Henry Hill. It was a Hitchcock movie that held our highest ever polls division. It was Rear Window with 54. Then Rocky came with 56. Then Henry Hill came with 61. So putting, putting fucking Psycho up against Numero you know, Siete is interesting. Do you, know, do you know something that really does intrigue me? I mean... Essentially, I don't want to put the same director in twice. So if if seven, then I will have to forfeit the idea. I because uh, it's right? Yeah, I might be inclined oh, to no, make no. it a sacrificial lamb, but I'm intrigued to see if we jerk any memories by putting American Psycho in. Yeah, so am I. So am I, because I'm quite disgusted that that movie didn't get brought up more. Well, get brought up more. It didn't get brought up. No one pulled American Psycho. No one. Not Andy, not Chris, not Mixed Memorabilia, not Mo. No one. It was a swing and a miss as far as American Psycho is concerned. I think it's got a place there. Monster I'd love to see on there, but only two people pulled for it, and I think it would get trampled against the other three. Something tells me American Psycho wouldn't necessarily. I think it was just one of those, oh, fuck, I forgot it, type moments. That's what I'm intrigued to see. So am but I. Then, but then I... What are you, you thinking? Know, I, I'm just looking at what we would put else then. Or if it wasn't American Psycho... But no, it's American Psycho. But then we're what, talking my, about monster. We're talking about monster. Would it my top three? I mean, as I said, unless you have an argument for any of my top three, I just don't know how we can have a poll without them. I can work with that. 
No, tell me, like, if there's a problem. No, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking of genuine classics as opposed to just, like, putting out this weird random thought of, let's see how this film does. That would be my 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 category. Like, I don't, yeah, no, no, no. I, I think they, they, they fall in that. Um, yeah, I don't mind putting, I also, just as a side note, do not mind putting two finches in there. If you if you did want to bat for Zodiac, I don't have much of a fight on you. I no, I really because you because American Psycho wasn't in there. I'm very adamant to see that more than Zodiac. Okay, but Zodiac then, did get brought up quite a bit, by the way. Just so you know. But yeah, it's it's just one of those things, and it's like I, I, there's a part of me that wants to tackle Psycho, but then I think that's the ultimate challenge to Seven. If seven is in that category, hundred percent, and that's where I'm, 100%. I'm, I'm there. And then seven, seven is seven, man. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. I'll leave it to you. What you want to make your last entry? Um. You. The floor is yours. Yeah, not right. You don't even have to reveal it to me now. You can reveal it as we're counting down if you want to make it really suspenseful. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. We good to go? Here we are. And I can bang this week. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie Mount Rushmore of movies about serial killers in no particular order. Is Silence of the Lambs. I was thinking Jim Carrey more than the actual film. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Our second entry is American Psycho. Our third entry is Psycho. Our final entry into the movie Mount Rushmore of serial killer movies is... Seven. Mm. All right. Interesting topic there, which had us... Um, Very. Slightly, slightly Very. Torn. Um, if you think it's difficult for us, guys, <laughs> it gets worse for you. Because why, yeah. why did we have these debates about... Um, Twitter and what do people think and what was brought up because we're the Silver Screen dudes have the unfortunate challenge of picking the four must-see movies out of our potential 20 films and we came up with them seven American Psycho, Psycho and Silence of the Lambs that is the Rushmore of must-see films however the challenge now comes down to you the screeners you have to head on over to Twitter and you have to vote for the best of the best of the best El Capitan, sure. El Numero Uno and to quote Highlander, in the end, there can be only one. So, those films will be listed by JT of We Love Movies. Thank you very much. Movie polls for you. And we, the Silver Screen Dudes, aka at Movie MT Rushmore, will be retweeting that. So, no, you can't vote twice if you're torn. You only get the one vote. And in a couple of days, we'll be announcing the winner. Well, the winner will be revealed, but we then play a small game where I will come here and try to guess our winning film last week our topic was last week our topic was best movie fantasy location and our contenders were 
Our contenders were Pandora from Avatar, Middle Earth from Lord of the Rings, Hogwarts from Harry Potter, and the Bathhouse from Spirited Away. We had 309 people vote on this poll. A uh, few comments, which I'll read out as always. Andy Hart at Fandango Groover said, it has to be Middle Earth. Pandora was a really good location in a very average movie. Thank you. Sixth book one put Pandora is way too dangerous. If you're a muggle with no magical ability, you'll miss out on a lot of what the wizarding world has to offer. Middle Earth would be one, but also presents its own perils. Food in Spirited Away looks delicious as fuck. I'm assuming the answer this person gave was then Spirited Away. <laughs> kind of leaning that way, yeah. <laughs> Will adds double one, double nine. Woof said. It would have to be Middle Earth. The variety of areas alone are worth the vote. Chris Trengrove, your guy, said, I'll have you know that I think Middle Earth is the correct answer. However, I voted for the Spirited Away Bathhouse because I knew it would fare poorly in this group and it deserves serious love. Now, he said that within a, within an hour of the poll being up, so don't let that necessarily influence. Yeah. That's it. I'm afraid no more comments this week. Apparently, fantasy locations wasn't as well received as real portrayals of gangsters. That's fine. That's fine, but the, the votes were quite heavy, so it, it votes are good. I'm happy with 300 people voting for us. There we go. What we got? Hogwarts at number four. Nope. Interesting. The bathhouse from Spirit of the Way. Yeah, got absolutely decimated, which it didn't deserve. 6%. Now I'm... I can't remember what I was thinking as an alternative, but damn, that's... That's... That's, oof. Um, that's Coach Carter. Coach Carter. But, uh, there we go. It's Coach Carter levels are bad, mate. Right. I hate the fact that that's a sentence now at the movie, Mount Rushmore. <sighs> It was the original. It's when it comes down to like greatest action hero. You're Keanu. Like the people are supposed. Yeah, to but I get it. I get it too. I get yeah, it. In at number three is Hogwarts. Nope. Fuck me, Pandora. Yeah. Twenty-one percent. Okay, I clearly know Middle Earth is one. So I'm sorry, Harry. I'm just gonna go with like Hogwarts in at number two. 29% for Hogwarts and number two, Middle Earth, 44%. The Rings wins again. It is what it is. I mean, but it's one of those things that, like, when you look at everyone else, like, Middle Earth has so much range to it that it could have been the Shire, it could have been here, it could have been there. It's got enough to delve. So here's the funny thing. On the Twitter world, what you're saying is correct. People who I physically meet in real life or did before the global bastard and when we could still meet people. Um, I've met a lot more Harry Potter heads in my life than I have Rings fans. But again, do you know where, what I'm saying is, is that when you break it down to Hogwarts, I mean, Hogwarts is so powerful anyway. Like, I'm not saying Diagon Alley would have made it number one. I'm, that's like bullshit. On my no, God, no. no, no, no. But do you get what I'm trying to say? I'm just like, that we're talking about a specific location in any of these, okay, surrounding grounds to, to Hogwarts, but Midlife has got the fire, it's got the orcs, it's got the elves, it's got the, it's got everything. And this is from a guy who has... Minas Tirith, Minas Morgul, Kirithungol, Rohan, 
Helm's Deep, the Bridge of Khazadum, the Mines of Moria, the Village of Bree. I can keep going. I love this fucking franchise. But this is what I'm saying, as opposed to, you know, I don't know without seeing it, I'm not dismissing it. Like, hmm. But saying that Pandora is a place of its own, but it was just like a small jungle. So yeah, it, it wins. Congratulations. I'm, you know, I'm just trying to weigh stuff out. But cool. That's, 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 that's this week. Yeah, that's this week, guys. So thank you very much. Um, yeah, once again, just please tell a friend to tell a friend. In fact, tell five friends to tell five friends. That's the, that's even more important to us because it's all about interaction, guys. We, we're live now. You have a chance to to interact with us. You know, that that's what's there. Like, Mixed Memorabilia is here. And we, we thank you. Then the tech has said he will join later on. He has to catch a replay. We, we, we appreciate we're not consistent. There's no fixed days. But, guys... It, it's hard. It's hard. We, we're just fitting in schedules and we're doing what we can. But we do thank you at all but times. We're doing this for fun at the end of the day. We're not looking to become the next screen junkies. It's literally, I keep on saying this all the time. If we have one person watching us live, which seems to be what we have on this day, we were luckier last week. I'm blessed that one is person is willing to give us their time and listen to two friends from school talk about something that they love and share in what we hope is some sort of, you know, therapeutic joy that we can give. Or at least if, if it's not that, you can be, you can disagree with us and say we're idiots because we don't know our films all. We're fine with that too. We don't agree. Trust me, I'm, I'm, I, I, I accept it at many points. I am, I'm aware. But um, for me, more than you when I say <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. So guys, once again, are we going to take it in turns again, bro? Sure. So you can, as well as on Facebook and Instagram, you can catch the podcast on Spotify. iTunes. Apple Podcasts. CastBox. Deezer. Spreaker. iHeartRadio. Podchaser. TuneIn. Stitcher. Geo7. The Croydon Killer. So, because <laughs> once again, <laughs> like we, we appreciate each and every one of you. Do check us out on all platforms. 2022, guys, you're going to see a major rebranding. But for now, we're just keeping it ticking over at the moment. So if you know where to catch us, catch us there. And we appreciate you all. So until the next time, I am the one AJ Anthony Jordan. And just before we leave, I'd like to shout out a few new countries who have joined us. Sudan, Belarus, Chile, Haiti, Cambodia, Papua New Guinea, Puerto Rico, Kenya. And yeah. Thank you. If you are the people who have tuned in from those countries, please do message us on Twitter at MovieMTRushmore or join us for one of our next live shows and comment away and let us know what your top 10 of the relevant topic that we're doing. Or just literally don't even do any of that. Just come and give the video a like or come and say, hi, I'm that, per I'm that person from that country who you shouted out on the last episode. The fact that we've got people in Haiti listening to us is fucking mind-blowing to me. Like, I can't I get my it. head around that. But I love it. wicked, I love, it. love to Haiti, love to Kenya, love to Pap fucking Papua New Guinea. I've been to Papua New Guinea. Do you know how wild Papua New Guinea is? Like, <laughs> I went to a cannibal village in Papua New Guinea, and not a tourist one, like a real one. Like, we got people there listening to us. That's, I'm proud of that. That's that's all even if it's about. one person, I don't know what the exact number is. I've got a percentage, but that's amazing. Love it, love thank it, you. guys. No, so thank from, you, thank you, thank you. So from there, there's some verisimilitude for you. So from double V right here, the Viceroy of Verisimilitude, Nico Lero. It's see ya until next week. Well, we'll be see talking ya. about 
ding 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 that's the one, guys. And enjoy it. Yeah, do you know what? Send some feedback because you will have time to watch it by the time we have back. Oh, I'm seeing it Thursday. <laughs> I'm there. I've already got my ticket for oh, yeah, good for you. But I'm I, I just want to hear some people's feedback while we're there. Like it's interaction. So guys, just tell us what you thought of the film. Okay. Guys, we're out. See ya. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>